Ladies and gentlemen, the questions you've all been asking are now being answered. Welcome to another edition of It's All About Who You Know, the podcast where influential people discuss big topics in sports, faith, and more. Your host is a wrestler with Oregon State University. He has a 4.9 star Uber rating, and he interns for his pastor. Here is Christian Robertson. Hey guys, welcome back to It's All About Who You Know. First of all, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Um, I love each and every one of you. If you guys uh, have been impacted or got anything valuable out of this or get anything valuable or like talking or hearing the people um, that I talk to speak, um, let me know. Uh, Leave a review, subscribe, and uh, tell somebody else. Make, uh, Make a point to tell one more person about this podcast. Um, you know, I have big guests on and, uh, I've got, you know, bigger guests coming. So, uh, it's not going to stop. This is a long-term deal. This is something I want to do and, uh, I really enjoy it. But, uh, kind of along those same lines, you know, this is episode 10, you know, starting, um, you know, starting this podcast, I had envisioned and my plan and my purpose, uh, was not necessarily just to talk to big name people, but to actually impact people. And if any of you know me, you know, I'm a Christian and, you know, I work in ministry, um, or intern in ministry. And, um, so that's my life. You know, that's what I do. That's what I find most important. Um, and, and I want whatever platform I have to revolve around that, to ultimately point to Jesus, not just to my, not to myself. And so, I think at times I've gotten a little off track from that. I've gotten a little bit away from that. But, you know, starting episode 10, I've been like, okay, well, I want to be more consistent. I want to talk about faith more. Um, I want to go in depth. And so so from this point on, I'm going to be doing a weekly podcast. It's going to be every Monday. Um, it should be on your, you know, I'm going to upload it around 4 o'clock my time, 4 a.m. So you should be able to get it, you know, early on in the day. And um, I'm going to be doing it with my buddy Gus. So that's the start of this. I'll introduce him here in a second, but, um, yeah, I just, I really want to be consistent with it. You know, obviously I'm going to have those big guests, you know, consistently from here on out, but I can't really count on those. And I think I've been counting on those too much. And, uh, I, I want to be, um, I want to do something, you know, consistently enjoyable and, uh, and I want to build that. And I want to impact people, you know, because not every big guest I have on is a Christian. And I, I don't want to force the issue. I don't want to force the conversation to happen. But when I can, I want to talk about it. That's what I want to do, you know. So I want to have fun. I want to enjoy it. And uh, and I want to do what I've been called to do. And I think God has definitely put me um, in a position to do that with this podcast. So if you are a Christian, great, man. Like, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope you enjoy every conversation. Uh, not every conversation is going to wrap around faith. There might be conversations where we don't say anything about God, um, but I just want to pick the the athlete's mind a little bit. But if there is big athletes that come on or big people that come on in general that want to talk about their faith, then, you know, we'll do it. So if you're not a Christian, you know, this is still a podcast for you. Um, you know, you are more than welcome to, if you hear something I say, don't like it, um, let me know, you know, DM me on Instagram, you know, don't be mean, don't be, you know, hard hearted, but you know, let's, uh, let's have a conversation about it. Maybe, um, Hey, maybe there's something I'm wrong about. Maybe there's something you're wrong about. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's delve into it. Let's talk about it a little bit, but, uh, we're going to get into this podcast. So the guest today is my best friend, Augustus Boyd. So Gus, I call everyone calls him Gus. Um, 
is a uh, is a comedian. We wrestled in college together for two years at uh, Northeastern Oklahoma. He's currently the number seven ranked 197 pounder in the nation, Division II. Um, so he's just killing the game, man. Uh, doing a great job. And uh, like I said, you know, he's he's one of my best, or he's my best friend, and uh, he's also a Christian. So we're gonna get into it, guys. Let's welcome Gus Boyd. Oh my gosh, he's yeah, here! It's a miracle. He's alive. I thought I was getting catfish for a little bit. I know, man. I was just I was used to play the long con and just keep messing with you all day. <laughs> like, ah, I'm a sucker. Just like send me stuff in the mail or whatever. You there? How about now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? Really? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> oh man! All right. Jeez. Yeah, this is a heck of a. It's been a crucible to do this. Man. <laughs> the devil does not want this podcast to happen. I know, man. The world against the world's against us. I told, I told, it. I told the people about Jesus on the intro, so. He's like, no, oh, yeah? technical difficulties are from Satan. Yeah, have it. Yeah, have it. Dark I, horses. I also, I also might have told the audience that you're a comedian, so just uh, just go with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. my life's a joke, right? Yeah. That we're going in. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't going to say it. But... Dude, you look like a professional, man. You got the whole, you got the whole setup and everything. I got the think... mic, the headphones. I just pointed at the headphones when I said mic, and I pointed yeah. at the mic when I said headphones. But it's okay, man. They probably know you're stupid by now. So, <laughs> dude, this might be the only Christian comedy, sports, and everything in between podcast on the market. Dude, how does that feel that you're the first one? You're like the guy that climbed Mount Everest. That's. I feel like Roger Bannister right now. Like four minute I... mile is mine to hold. Oh, I was about to say I have no idea who that is, but no, I know. I you, guess. Should, you you also have no idea what a four minute mile is, fatty. Yeah, I know. No, I don't. I don't know what that is. Heck, no, and neither do you. So I don't want to. Well, hear my it. knees messed up, so <laughs> I don't, that's my fault. Uh huh. That's not my fault. I can't help that. Oh yeah, no. My 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 reason is I just don't want to. I don't want to run a four minute mile. Okay. <laughs> it it would be hard. You would have to lose like fifty pounds of body weight, like muscle. Yeah, I feel like because I can because there's times where I get after it in a run and I don't even think I'm close to a four minute mile. Like I'm getting just hauling the whole time. No, you're probably not even close to a five minute mile. I know it's, and I think I'm going fast. You know what's really weird? I always run way faster in the cold. That makes sense. I I don't know what it is, but like when we did our runs at uh, NEO, I remember like always being like. I mean, with back with the heavyweights, like normal, like in the summer or when we first started in the fall and stuff. But when it was like winter time, like I remember a few runs where I was like top three or four. And I was like, what is going on? That's so it was so weird. And it was like normal, like normal finishing, like like most of the guys that normally finish like ahead would finish ahead. But I was always like way ahead of the pack. It was weird. I don't know. And it's been like that here, too. Like, I think I ran like a six and a half minute mile a couple of years ago when it was like 40 degrees outside. Yeah, some people are just better in the cold. Maybe it's that you know that Viking blood or something. And you know, I am I, I I do have Scandinavian blood. So, oh yeah, oh wow. How's your week been, bro? It's been good. I'll probably need therapy after this week, though. I might visit, you know, get a schedule appointment with the psychiatrist or something. It's been it's been troubling. Why? What I, happened? I you have trouble, to kill I had someone. A troubling experience. So, me and a buddy, you know, me and a couple of buddies, we got done with class and we were 
super bored before practice and we obviously weren't going to do homework. We weren't that bored. No, and, no, never. Yeah, that's never an option. And so one guy's like, hey, let's just run the gauntlet. I'm like, run the gauntlet? What are you talking about? And is it apparently drop, so. Is it the drop huh? set for the, the squat, which is the worst exercise that ever? That is the worst thing. It's a different kind of drop set where it's oh. actually not a drop. It's, it's like the opposite of a drop set because you're going up oh. and excruciating pain. And it's this website where all it is is just like a challenge. You have to run the gauntlet and you have to watch 20 videos and each one is worse than the other. And it's like the most tw- the 20 worst videos on the internet with the most horrible, gruesome, just awful, hard to watch things on earth. And it's like- these are, just, these, just, just to clarify, these are exercises. No. No, this is like the worst things that humans have done like on camera it's horrible like it is the worst things ever it is just like i can't even describe it to you with that it's just like the the first the first video is, is bad but it's not too bad it's this girl getting uh uh she's in a like arm wrestling contest and her arm like snaps and breaks and All it's right. like oh let's not but, let's not get into too much detail because i also i also told listen. people you were a christian and you're throwing that out the window right look, now. <laughs> look, look, look listen we get we keep going like and it's horrible. We keep watching, and then we get to the final video, and we could, I, I, we couldn't even make it to the first five seconds. And I'll tell you what the first five seconds was. And it was, hey, I'm Christian Robertson, and welcome to the Barbell Experience. <laughs> that was the worst video on the internet. Can you believe that? <laughs> that was the worst one. We were like, no, turn it off, turn it off. It was horrible. Like, Bro. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but seriously though, if you guys if you guys have it yet, go over to my uh YouTube channel, oh. Christian Robertson. <laughs> Dude, you know what I found out the other day? What? I'm a CEO. Not really, because I don't have an LLC agreement, but I am a business owner. Yeah, or a business owner? Well, so have you uh, like made like papers or documents? I don't even know how that works. So okay, that whole long joke that you just had, first of all, you catfished me for forty five minutes. And we finally catfish you was like I I'm an old man I have technical difficulties. Oh okay? my gosh! How old are you? You're 23. Yeah, it's my Michael Jordan year. It's not even my Kobe year. Dude, I just I just turned 23 Monday, man. Congratulations, bro! Welcome me to the club. Yeah, well I would. But, Speaking yeah, of yeah. Monday, bro, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Were they playing in that one? Were they playing in that game? All right, I'm gonna hang up again. <laughs> I can't do this. We can't. I can't do this. Who was in that? It was the Chiefs and somebody else, right? It was. Are you serious know? right now? Yeah, the Super Bowl was this week. This is a sports podcast, <laughs> and you don't know who played in the Super Bowl. I thought it was an everything podcast. I'm everything else. Okay. Are you, you still know? ranked in the nation? Because I told everybody that too. Was that a lie as well? Oh my goodness. I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay. I couldn't yeah, hear you. No, first. it's not a lie. It's not a lie. I still am. Number okay. seven. I mean, that's not the best, but, you know, it's whatever. Well, it'll be one by the end of the, the year, right? I faced the number one guy on Friday. Dude. Yeah. Friday was yesterday. Uh, Friday of next week. That's what I said. So. And this podcast is going to drop Monday, so that'll be Friday of this week. Yeah. This isn't live. This isn't live streaming. Wow. God, I hope not. <laughs> we would we would be in some 
deep doo-doo. Um, well, let's get the podcast started. So I was, um, I, you weren't there for the intro, obviously, because you're on the other side of the country. <clears throat> you left me. But it's cool because you're going to be moving out here anyway. We'll see. Dude, I was thinking we should get a house, like maybe like a rinky-dink house, flip it, or like, or like buy it cheap and then like just work on it like a few hours a day for like two months. See, that sounds like a really good plan, but I'm incompetent when it comes to handyman work stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't, Dude, that's why you, get, you go YouTube. You go to YouTube. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Anyway, uh, I thought, um, so I, I told the, the listeners, I almost said viewers, but that's only on the YouTube channel, which you should go subscribe to, by the way. There's probably like, what, two going to listen to this podcast, right? I mean, your mom and... Uh, I think my average is like 200 something. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. In- including the YouTube videos. Right. so which is technically still but um yeah i'm not gonna post this one uh the faces because neither of us are popular but on the big ones i will and then when we get big i'll post bigger our faces like i'll post these to youtube when we get big yeah yeah when we when you're not uh living in your mom's basement which is what it looks like uh they don't have basements where my mom stays but you know they don't, the they don't have basements in the home i put my mom in <laughs> <laughs> I made sure of it. A message. Oh yeah. So so I wanted to start this podcast off with a Bible verse because I think a lot of people are Christians that listen to my show, and there's a lot that aren't that maybe could, uh, you know, maybe are going to be. You never know. So uh, Hebrews four twelve verse of the day. I know I'm lazy. I just went to the Bible app, but uh, it says, "For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit." of joint and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Wow. Dude. Powerful stuff. Word of God, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You know, you like, I think like, like the living word, it's, it's cool <laughs> because you can read a verse at one time and it means something to you. It means like very personal. And then you read it, let's say like, I don't know, 10 years later, and it means something. You just, it hits you in a completely different way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like yeah no i've had um it's like applicable to different times of life you know yeah but like not in the sense of like a fortune cookie is applicable to like every situation Mm -hmm. like it's more of a direct like application yeah and it's definitely piercing like a sword sometimes because you know you feel that kind of conviction you know it's telling you hey you know this x y and z is bad and you're like oh crap i'm doing x y and z i know i've I've never had i've never had a fortune cookie that made me like feel bad about my activities Uh or like convicted me of my activities but uh, i was reading john just before you got here or before you got here yeah basically before we started this yeah i'm trying to get all the way through john like seven hours ago before we started trying to get you online? Yeah, it took about 45 minutes. You read the whole book of John in 45 minutes? No, no, no. It took about 45 minutes for me to get on this podcast. Oh. Yeah, it did. Let's not have those problems next week. <laughs> okay, Dad. Um, oh, so next week we should uh, we should recap your match too. Okay. Is that yeah. okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, unless you just get your tail handed to you, then we don't need to. That's not going to happen, right? It's not. It should. I don't know. Will it? (sighs) I'm looking forward to it. It's exciting. Bro, when when are you you doing a comedy show? Oh, yeah. So I told you, you know, to our viewers that I wanted to try to do a comedy show. Not because I want to be a comedian, but just because 
I want to try new things and kind of expose myself in different ways. And I think that would be a cool, fun thing to do is to do a, you know, open mic night or something like that. And I don't know, it might be like five minutes. I'm not sure. It'll probably be this summer. I might try it. You know, okay. I said that last summer, but you know. Well, we're gonna have to edit that out because I told everybody you're a comedian. <laughs> yeah. I no, I honestly though, like, um, I did do that because I think, um, obviously it was a joke, but um, but honestly, like, I think you'd be good on, uh, at comedy. Like, I think you're funny. I think just the ten minutes we've been doing this podcast has been kind of funny. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, so, um, and plus, and, say you're funny. <laughs> and plus, co- comedians like kill the podcast game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about comedians, but I mean, obviously just the liveliness, but they're just like really good at, uh, at bringing in a fresh, I guess, aroma aura. I don't know. They bring a different like vibe to a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's basically their job firsthand is, is just speaking and making people laugh and then doing it on a microphone is, it's not too much different, but I notice I, I watch some comedians on their podcast and there some of them are just kind of uh brainwash not brainwashing brainstorming material like jokes on their and podcast. stuff yeah like bill burr uh chris D'Elia and a lot and some other guys will do that they're just like they're just shooting like it's just by themselves too sometimes yeah i don't okay like my buddy chael does that and i don't know like i've thought about it but i'm like i don't know how i don't know if i can monologue for 30 minutes like that i don't i mean i just i think i think the big thing is they prepare really well and that's their job you know like yeah and for mm-hmm. me like like I'm already having enough trouble with like balancing editing and school and wrestling and ministry and all that stuff. Like it's tough enough yeah. as it is. Like, I don't think I like writing a script for, um, like having, I'm sure I could do it if I had like show notes and stuff, like going everything. Cause I, like, I mean, you know, I ramble on sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think it's a part of it is just, they've been doing it for so long now too. And it's a lot of it, I think some with the, some guys, like I said, they're just brainstorming. It's just off the cuff. They're just kind of coming up. They might search the internet and have you be able to look at what they're looking at and just make fun of it, and or just talk about what, like how their week was. And it's just it's completely random. Yeah, they'll watch like the barbell experience and just like critique. Yeah, everything. yeah, I heard about that part. Yes. Okay, did this? Did this, I have to ask? Did this gauntlet thing? Did you just make that whole story up, or were there aspects of it that were true? No, that whole story was true except the last video. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh! I thought yeah, you're, no, I thought you were gonna be like, no, that was true. Your video did suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, bro, come on, man. I was actually thinking about it this week, and this is actually a good. Um, I I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I think it's a good topic. But every purchase that I've either every gift or I guess they've all been gifts now, but like everything I've been interested in like receiving has all been investment type like material. So like for my birthday last year, I got that camera. Mm-hmm. Like that's like an investment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because like mm-hmm. videoing and like becoming a podcaster. Like obviously it's still like it's almost been a year, but <clears throat> like it's growing. Eventually it will be a source of income. Hopefully very soon. Um, but like again, like I for Christmas, like I got the mic, I got um, the camera. But like even on a more like it, immediate scale, like when I got the new car, like I drive for Uber. So that's mm-hmm. like an automatic like investment because it's already paying for itself like with Uber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think too like I don't like if you're gonna get something like I, I think like a good mindset to have is having an investment mindset. Like how mm-hmm. can how can this like pay for itself? You know. 
Yeah, that seems smart. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you make any investments? I recently just started investing in the stock market. Oh, really? Yeah. Been, yeah. Been preparing for the old graduation life. Yeah. You know, I don't make any investments. Most of my money just goes towards food. But I've been thinking about playing the lottery. You know, oh my gosh! Well, food, uh, even even that, like, think about this. Like, I think it's just a a a mindset change because think about like food. Like, food can be an investment. Like, if you Mm -hmm. exercise, you're putting in you're putting in work, and then what kind of fuel are you putting in your body? Like, that's an investment because it's paying off in the long run. And I think that's Mm -hmm. like just just thinking about things like that in general. Like, can be a we kind of segued off here, but um, like can be a good. like mindset, like just a shift, like, okay, how can I make whatever I'm doing an investment? How can I make like whatever I'm purchasing an investment? You know, like, is this an investment or is this like some type of expense that's not going to pay for mm. itself? Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, I think that's, that kind of goes like along with any, you know, just your day to day life, like your choices that you're making. It's yeah. Like, okay. Is, is this choice right now going to help me towards my goal? And I know exactly what those goals are, or is it going to deter me from it? And there's usually, if you really ask yourself that question, it's like the answer is usually pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like um, like the Bible talks about like like this is permissible, but it's not beneficial. Like I think it's talking about like in a very broad sense, like investments. Like you can go out on a Friday night and drink, you know, till you black out drunk, but that's not an investment. Or you can mm-hmm. go to sleep, get your good sleep, like get your rest, and you're really not missing out on much. And like that's an mm-hmm. investment, like paying it forward, you know. And I think everything, like if you shift that mindset, I think that's a good thing to have. Yeah, that's interesting that you said that, you know, uh, talking about like missing out on something. And I think a lot of people like our age, like 18 year olds and stuff is, is they feel like if they're not doing that thing, they are missing out. And because I think it's so popular in our culture with yeah. in terms of like the media and it's like like hip hop songs and they talk about all this kind of stuff and all their friends doing it in movies. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm missing out and all these people are having fun without me. It's like. Think if it was reverse. Like, think if it was cool to, I don't know, just like be a responsible person and and achieve, set goals and achieve them and do yeah. awesome things rather than going out and being wild and dumb. You well, know. Well, here's the thing: is I think those activities, like those activities that are clearly not investments, you know, that every 18 year old, you know, goes to. Obviously, you know, we're we're in the tail end of college. I'm in my last term. You've still got a couple more terms, but. You know, we've done it for a little bit, and obviously we've been um, in a college wrestling room that entire time. So there's certain things that directly are detriments to what we're doing. Um, so we see it a little bit earlier than most people. Um, but I, I also think, too, like, um, it never lives up to the hype. Like, I've been to parties. Like, I've done the, you know, I've drank. I've, you know, I've, you know gone out and done those things. And it's just never, like, it never lives up to the hype. You always leave the party saying, well, where's the next party? Mm-hmm. like where's the next you know what's the next thing and and especially as a christian like you feel convicted about it and i think not necessarily to the point where like i think you're seeing it for what it truly is like i think you have a a, a view and a lens to understand that this does not live up to the hype and with certain activities that are more beneficial like they aren't hyped enough yeah yeah does that make yeah, sense? That's, yeah, definitely. I remember that's something I experienced. You know, I mean, like, look, I'll be honest. You know, I've been to that scene and I've there's been times where I've thoroughly enjoyed it and times where I've left, like, that with your thought, like, man, that wasn't even, like, what, what was the point of that at all? Like, that was just empty. 
And I remember right before I got to college, I was like, you know, I've had those experiences. Like I've had those intoxicating moments and those, and those highs, but I was like, I want something different. Like, cause it's cause the one thing is that anybody can do that stuff. Anybody can go mm. do drugs and alcohol. Like there's no, like anybody can do it. It takes no skill. You know, it takes no bravery to do that. No effort. But, yeah, no effort at all. But like, there's a different kind of high that you can get that not very many people can do. It's and, like, and that's like, yeah, that's like achieving your goals. Like whether, whether it's like just achieving your own goals that are hard to reach for yeah. most people. You know? yeah. yeah, there's like a fulfillment in it. And not saying that you need to do those things to be fulfilled, but there is a fulfillment when you do work hard for something and you know you, you do achieve it. Or there's even a fulfillment when you don't. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm you know dealing with that now, obviously with wrestling, like not going the way I want it to, you know. But dude, I've had so many amazing opportunities. Like I've I've had so many like I'm on the phone with my best friend that I met because of wrestling. Like I don't think I would have gone to college without wrestling. And and I don't know if I was in the right place outside of high school to be able to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not saying yeah. everybody needs to go to college, not saying everybody needs to, you know, get a degree. Uh, I certainly don't think they're um I think they're more of a foot in the door than anything else. I don't think you I've learned ninety five percent of what I've learned outside of the classroom through mm-hmm. college. But yeah. uh but just me outside of high school, like, like I wasn't, you know, outside of like going to the military, like, I think I went down the best path as far as like, I mean, I don't think military would have been the best path, but like, as far as mental toughness, like obviously going to NEO was not an easy task at all. Mm-hmm. You can attest to that. Um, yeah. And then coming here, like making the connections I did, I don't think I would have made those connections outside of the path I took. And I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't ready outside of high school to be like an entrepreneur or to pursue goals to the level that I am now. And so I definitely like appreciate, uh, like that experience and in the failures, like having the experiences that I've had, because I know one, they've led me to like a place where I'm pretty, pretty comfortable with, like, I like where I'm at. Obviously we always kind of want a little bit more, um, from that, That's but, a good thing. But, but yeah, but like I 100% love, like where God has taken me, where he's put me. And then also too, like, like I'm not, I'm still not done. Like I'm 20, I just turned 23 years old. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not over. I think a lot of people, when they go to college, like they always look back on it. They're like, Oh, that was the time of my life. Like, I feel like the time of your life should be like today and tomorrow. Like not, yeah. not yesterday and the day before. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I'm super grateful for the opportunities and, yeah, man, it's just, it's just been fun. Like, it's just been so much fun. I think college was a good route for me. Um, and I think God's definitely had his hand on that as a whole. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think that's, I agree. I think it's, it's, you know, they always talk about like in, in movies and stories and even the Bible, it talks about like, it's the journey that yeah. that matters. Not so much the destination. I mean, the destination matters too, but like, it's the, it's the, the path of getting there. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's, you know, aiming, setting your, your your sights high is better than setting your sights low because i mean okay i mean what if some say well what if you don't reach those goals it's like well you're okay you don't but maybe you don't but you're way better off because you almost got to those goals rather than if you were to aim low yeah and get nowhere and stay complacent and you might like it might not that that path might not have uh, bared the fruit that you initially desired, but it bared so much more fruit. Like you talked about all the relationships and experiences that that you've had and the character growth 
and all those things. It's like, wow, just don't play, you know? Hey, wait, wait, wait. Say that, say that one more time. The connection was poor. Say that about the, uh, the last part, just like the last 10 seconds. What's talking about uh, on the on the path there? Like you might not have got what you initially wanted or desired sometimes in yeah. life, but but you get so many more other things that like you talked about, like the the relationships and the experiences and the character development and all the wisdom and maturity and all the laughs and fun times that we've had. You know? Yeah. No, I, I um. So when I was overseas this summer, I heard somebody say something that I thought was really profound. He said, uh, "If you're following Christ, you can never be in the wrong place at the wrong time." Mm. And I thought that was super cool. And, you know, I, I, today I was like, I was praying and I was like, you know, I'm super thankful that I haven't exploded on YouTube yet. Like that my first video didn't go viral and I had all the subscribers and followers because I've learned more about business and like marketing and um, like advertising and, and just like stuff like that working like for every single subscriber than I mm. think I would have had like my first video blown up. And so, yeah. and I was like, you know what? That's a good thing. Cause these are probably things that I'm going to need later on. Like understanding, like if I was an instructor, like a business teacher, I would, I would, my entire course would be start a YouTube channel and try to get it monetized. Like by the end of this course and you have to post weekly. Like I think, and like, we'll watch YouTube videos in class, like, uh, or we'll watch videos in class, like how to market, how to advertise, how to brand. But like, I think that would be so much more of a benefiting course to do that and put yourself out there and learn those skills than I think most teachers know how to teach. Yeah. Learn by doing, yeah. you know, uh, the experience. And it's such a direct, like hands-on, like experience. Like even if it never goes anywhere for me, like I think I've learned so much that'll like benefit my life. Further. Yeah, you learn so much more from the challenges than things just going quick and easy your way. Yeah, you know. Well, I think I've, I've said this to you. I think, but I have a quote. It's like if if somebody's given ten thousand dollars and somebody has earned ten thousand dollars, the person that's earned ten thousand dollars has more mm-hmm. because they earn like they understand what it takes to get there, as opposed to somebody that's just handed it. It's like you know you're talking about the lottery which uh, is not a good investing strategy at all. <laughs> but they, they've interviewed every single person that's won like the Mega Millions Lottery and then they did you know simultaneous interviews with people that like lost a limb the year before. And a year later, the people that lost a limb were happier and more fulfilled than the people that got that money. Yeah, what does that say? You know, what does that, what does that tell you? Well, one, it tells you that money is not like, first of all, like it's not your money. You're just a steward of it. You're not an owner of it. Like mm-hmm. everything, like it doesn't belong to you. And two, like it's what we were talking about earlier. It's like the fear of missing out. Like it doesn't truly fulfill you. It just, it gets overhyped and under delivers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's something I've been thinking about, like in terms of fulfillment and we see we search for fulfillment in a lot of these material tangible things and a lot of some things aren't even uh tangible but i was reading something in the bible and i think this is like a pretty famous verse i don't i can't I'm not if exactly you say sure. john three sixteen, i swear no uh i that, i don't know it said something like uh seek first the kingdom of heaven and oh, all so- its righteousness yeah, yeah. and everything else will like come along with it you know, and I yeah. think whenever you set that as the primary goal, and that's something that's rather intangible. We can't really just like say, okay, this like this thing is the kingdom of heaven, 
you know, it's very, but you know, you know it when you're there, yeah. you know, even on this, even on this, in this world, like we know when we're very close to Christ and, and to God and, and seeking, seeking, aiming high for that, you know, I think that's, that's what the Bible teaches is the most important thing. And I think there's something very valid in that, you know, like that'll, yeah. that is like a well that never runs dry. Yeah. That, I mean, I was talking to my pastor, uh, before I went to the Super Bowl. Um, but we were talking about like, like my, what is good, like fighting YouTube podcasting, like these are good things, but my, why can sometimes that's the hard thing to like, to manage is because a lot of times, you know, like we want this for ourselves, or, or we want to make money or, you know, influence people. And those aren't like horrible whys, but they are definitely trumped by a much bigger why, which is, which has to do with having a relationship with our creator and like glorifying him and doing it with him in the process. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think my why just in the last couple of weeks has changed from, I want to do this to I've been called to do this. Therefore, like I want to do it in tandem, like with what God has for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What was I? Oh, I was thinking about something the other day. Like, like doing things alone, like most of the time is like, it's, it's okay for a while, but like, if you lived your life alone, like that would be very miserable. And like, how many activities have you done where you've been like, wow, this would not be fun without somebody else. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, I think that's how a lot of us can go through life is like, oh, I'm just doing this alone or like, oh, this is all about me. And I, I think that's where you get that unfulfilled, like that point to that point yeah. where you're just like, I mean, we're social creatures, you know, I think that's, that's purposeful. We need fellowship with obviously other human beings that we, that share the same values and have importance with and, uh, or have, you know, good relations with. And, and then also the relationship with the highest, you know, yeah. Christ and the creator. And I was learning the other day how, uh, in the beginning was, it said like God created us, like he, like, uh, in our image, let us go down and create man in our image. Yeah, in our image is like, wait, our? What are you talking about? There's there's multiple things going on here, and what yeah. they're talking about is from from what I've heard is the the Trinity the aspect. Trinity, yeah, and and it's like so if God, the highest thing in the universe, is in relationship, has a fellowship in its own being, then like, what does that say about us that we need fellowship as well? You know, we need to to endure and endure and enjoy these things with other people as well. And then also obviously with God, you know? Yeah. I mean, the first thing that God says is not good is for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's as profound as it gets right there. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I, mean, I think, no, I mean myself, I, I enjoy like actually physically being alone, like time in my room and, and solitude and things like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously I would never want to be in isolation, like in prison, the worst thing they could do with you when you're surrounded by murders and rapists is to put you away from everybody and by yourself. <laughs> that's like the worst punishment they give you. Some, and that tells you something right there. Somebody told me it takes less than 48 hours for somebody to go like mad or insane if they're in isolation and in the dark. Mm. That sounds like hell to me. Yeah, oh, man, that sounds, like, I can't even imagine. <laughs> Like, because one, like you, you start to get vertigo, like you don't know where you're at, you have no clue and you just, you're by yourself. So like, imagine like the two worst things, like being in pitch black and then 
nobody around you and they're combined. I like I think somebody said I don't I you you know don't quote me on this but I think it's like 48 hours and you go insane. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, and, and think about how many people that have actually gone through that experience, you know. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if it, like I wonder if you like if it's like reversible or like temporary or what. I'm sure it is because there's because I heard I've heard about people doing that before, you know, and they get out of prison. I mean, I mean, I mean, they're obviously still probably affected by the experience, <laughs> but they're not completely insane for the rest of their life. Yeah. You know, but they'll definitely but they definitely like I've seen it depicted in movies that were in like real life events. Uh, and they were definitely what I was depicting them. They were definitely looking insane. They were like going crazy and, and all those. Yeah, that's sad. Um, so, did, okay, did you watch the Super Bowl? No, I did. But let me know how it went. How'd oh it go? my gosh. Okay, so first of all, I just want to disclaim: I did not actually get into the game. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? I tell weren't everybody. You, wait, 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 wait. Weren't you saying? <laughs> no, I think you and I had a conversation about this about a week before. It's just like. No, we're gonna go to the Super Bowl. We're gonna fly down there. And I was like, "Have you got tickets already?" He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll figure it out." I was like, "What are you just gonna scalp tickets or something?" And yeah, yeah, something like that. We'll figure it out. We'll do whatever we gotta do. But uh, so, yeah, go ahead, continue. Sorry. Are you done? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, let me finish what I was saying. I did not get in the game. My dad and my brothers did, and a bunch of our friends did. Okay. What an ugly duckling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me and my mom are just like, oh, we didn't get in. No, no, no. Christian, the car. <laughs> Christian watch the car. <laughs> it's a rental car. We got insurance. Watch the car, dumb dumb. Uh, no, no, no. So what happened was, first of all, the tic- I'm not going to say the ticket prices or anything. Um, I'm not at liberty to say. If my dad wants to come on the podcast and talk about that, that's one thing. Um, but... The ticket prices, when we thought, I guess every Super Bowl ever, they've gone down. Like the prices have gone down from where they started. And they were at a pretty high number when we left. But we were like, okay, well, they'll go down. Like they, that's the trend. Like tickets always go down. Well, these prices went up. Apparently people, I don't know. It, they went up. And so we were like, well, shoot. So my dad and my brothers um, got in. And it was going to be like a ton of money for me and my mom to get in. And, and, and my brothers have both been to like chiefs games this year. They've been a little bit better fans. I could tell you, you know, every play. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not too upset like that they got in, you know? I mean, I was a little upset cause it was like my birthday's tomorrow. I'm not getting in the chiefs game, but these two, these two jerks are, but, uh, but I wasn't too upset. Um, so they got in a bunch of our friends got in and my mom was like, well, do you want to get in? I was like, no, it's too much money. Like just, you know, and so, uh, so I got a MacBook instead, basically the, uh, the gist of that. So I was, I like, again, back to the investment, I would rather get, well, I didn't get the MacBook. I got the money for a MacBook, but I'd rather get the money for a MacBook. I would rather get a MacBook than a ticket to a game. Cause one, I haven't really watched any games this year. Like I've watched mm-hmm. a couple. But like obviously with time and stuff, like I haven't put that on my highest priority list. But like a MacBook, that's another investment. Like that's another like business like investment. So mm-hmm. so that was what I did. But uh no, it was a lot of fun though. Um the day of the Super Bowl. So this is a funny story. So the day of the Super Bowl, we're down there and people are like scalping tickets, but there's like like ninety nine percent of them are all scamming you. Mm. So we get there. 
And this guy, I think we did it twice. These guys were like, oh yeah, this ticket. Like, and my dad's like, okay, well I'll hand it to my son and he'll go see if he can get in. And then he'll call us if he gets in and we'll pay you and we'll buy more. And one, the first guy was like, no, we're not going to do that. You guys don't want to do business. Like we're not going to do that. So it's like, okay, well they got a fake ticket. Like they're mm-hmm. just, they're not willing to pony up. And so the next guy, he lets the scam go on. And so my dad's like, okay, my brother or my son's going to go. Um, this is Cole. He's going to run in and call us. He's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. He's like, okay, well, uh, Christian, come here. He pulls me over. I got my camera and my sunglasses on. He's like, Christian, come here. And, uh, he's like, Hey Christian, if he tries to run, you know, like, you know what to do. I was like, yeah, I know what to do. So I handed my camera <laughs> to my, I handed my camera to my mom. I handed my glasses to my buddy Gage. I was like, yeah. And the guy's like, uh, call him back. Call him back. Oh my gosh. Just brought in a lie. Bro. It was hilarious. I just stood there. I was like, yeah, I know. I know what to do. Like, don't worry. Like try to run buddy. I dare you. Yeah, because you're like what? You're like what? Six foot two, two hundred and fifty pounds, something like that. Yeah, six three, two forty, but who's counting? No big deal. Who's counting? Yeah. Who's counting? Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so that was uh, so we watched the game at a um, at a sports bar, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a good time. I, I enjoyed it. Miami was fun. Uh, the vlogs are up on my YouTube channel, but it was a lot of th- it was a lot of fun. Okay, All right. that's good. When did you when did you leave Miami? Monday morning. Morning. Yeah, it was it was it was like twenty hours of travel on three hours of sleep or something like that. Oh wow! Ugh. Yeah, because I had a six hour layover in Vegas. Did you have class on Monday? Well, I have all online classes. Oh, that's right. That's right. You told me that. So. Yeah. But yeah, man, it was um, it was a good time. I I enjoyed it, but. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Are you uh, are you gonna watch the fights tonight? Dude, yes, I do. I am. I'm uh, meeting up with uh, my buddy Julian. We're gonna go watch him. Who do you got? I mean, John Jones. I mean, I, I've never really like seen this guy fight. Like, I've seen the promos and stuff. I watched the UFC countdown. Yeah, and uh, is it Reyes, right? And Dominic Reyes. I don't know. I mean, it's a fight. Anything could happen. You know, he can get a lucky punch. But my, my money's on Jones. I mean, he's the goat. Dude, I just yeah, I. I hope he's undefeated when I get in. <laughs> or I guess he's not undefeated. He's technically got one loss, but he's undefeated. I hate that. That was such a dumb thing. My, it's so funny because Chael, like he will preach till the cows come home that he's not undefeated. But like everybody else, he's like, no, he has a loss on his record. Like disqualification mm-hmm. is a way to lose. And it's just like, come on, Chael, like calm down. Like nobody. Chael says that he's not undefeated, or that he is defeated. Well, no, Chael's like Chael says that he is defeated. Mm. That he has lost. But yeah. He like he's like he does not question the validity of his loss whatsoever. Yeah. It's it's funny. But I've actually never talked to him about it. But um but well, yeah. Don Jones literally beating the crap out of him and that's I mean I mean, you know He's never let's say this, he's never been beaten in a fight. Yeah, never been beaten in a fight. For anybody that doesn't know, for anybody that doesn't know, John Jones technically did an illegal move where he went he took his elbow, went from twelve o'clock all the way down to six o'clock. And that called the fight because Mark the Hamill, Hammer Hamill, you know, could not continue after that. And but John Jones was destroying him. Yeah, you know that was clearly John's victory, and they kind of robbed him of it. And I mean, yeah, it's an illegal move, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it is kind of a bullcrap call, and I think the twelve to six elbow kind of is a stupid rule anyway. Yeah, I think so. But 
it is what it is. Hey, what do you, um, I don't even know, uh, there's, uh, the Shevchenko's fighting, but have you heard that she might be like a Russian operative? Have you heard this theory? So, so it's really funny actually. So she's, she's Russian. Obviously she's the world champ. Like nobody's touched her. She's Mm -hmm. a weapons expert. Wow. Which is like those three things. Like that's like Russian weapons expert world champ. Like let's, let's start looking at, she speaks fluent in seven languages. Oh, wow. And I think there was one other thing. I can't remember. She might know Krav Maga. Krav Maga? Krav Maga? Krav Maga? Oh, man. Okay. She's definitely a Russian. Disclaimer to some of the viewers, Gus and I have a bunch of quotes that we'll say that are like eight years old in the making, and we'll just throw them out there. So that was one of them. We're children. Okay. We, Krav, we, we have Krav Maga? <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. But so yeah, dumb, definitely a Russian operative, right? So wait, wait, wait. so there's no other reason that they think that she's a Russian operative other than those attributes. But are, are they using that as further evidence because of something that actually some circumstantial thing that happened? Or are they just saying they, they list all those facts out there and she's like, oh, she's got to be a Russian op. I mean, she's a it's a conspiracy theory. So you don't really there's no it's not like she had like a bunch of emails that went missing or something. Shout out to the Clintons. Uh Better watch out, dude. I know, right? <laughs> this the whole thing just shuts down. So, dude, um, what happened to that Barbo guy? What happened to him? I don't know, man. He's talking too much, man. <laughs> he knows too Called much. Nobody has ever accused me of knowing too much, and I don't think that will ever happen. <laughs> yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head on that one. Exactly. Playing, <laughs> playing on my ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I took math class with you, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't in there the second time. What happened? Oh, uh, yeah. Failed. Dropped out. Oh, I thought... Never mind. Um, no, so no, it's just... We, we took that... That was how we met. was that math class. I mean, obviously wrestling, but that's how we, like, got to start hanging out was that math class. I remember. Greg Palmer's math class. Great time. Greg Palmer. Dude, that was weird because we shouldn't... I, I should have said... Talk about him now, but because you said his full name, so I want to call it blast. Put him on blast. Ah. It'll oh, be all right. That was it'll be all right. Yeah, it was weird. Um... What was I talking about? We were talking about Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, no, it's just those facts. Yeah. It's just the fact okay. that she's Russian, speaks 174 languages. Can I think you're right, though. I think she probably is Russian. Op. I think. I thought you were yeah. just going to say it's Russian. Enough. It's like, I think you're right. I think she probably is Russian. <laughs> uh, I've never even heard of her, though, until before. I mean, I don't really pay attention to women's fighting as much as men's. Maybe whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. I just I mean, don't know if I do, but I don't know. Whoa. Fuck. Well, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it on this podcast. I have nothing against women fighting. I just don't pay attention to it as much. You know, I think it's I like. I mean, there's some that I have like what Amanda Nunes. Oh my gosh, she is a killer, killer. Like I'll watch her fights. They're just I just it's not like even a conscious decision that I don't pay attention as much to women's fighting. It's just it's just something that I failed to do. Whatever, bro. You're gonna get destroyed in the comment section. That's, I know. That's not my. That's not my. You don't even read them, apparently. So, because you're above all that. You know. Hey, I I read them now. I respond to comments. I respond. Oh, to you every... respond to comments. So you take back what you initially said. So you're a liar. Is that what we're saying? At that time, I was time, not reading comments. I was not reading comments. I don't sign off with that anymore. My YouTube videos used to say, leave a comment if you don't like what I said because I'm not going to read them or whatever. 
But I, fa- I found out I found out that comments actually help your channel. So because it's like click through rate and everything, the algorithm. So so I do respond to comments now. The more time people are on your channel, the more people will see you and more. Do you like- get a lot of comments? No, I think I've gotten like fifty in the last like month. Two more months. than more than I thought you got. So I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um I saw I saw the vlog that I was that was interesting. Yeah. Uh Alexis Bellino never shouted it out and we were in conversation this week about it and she still never shouted it out. I was like, Come on. Oh she said, Yeah, I'll shout it out and she didn't and I was like, Oh no, she must have hated the vlog. What a phony. What a great big phony. <laughs> no, she's cool though. She's nice. We met her. No, she was nice. I, I I remember meeting her. She was nice. We met her on the beach. It was cool. It was whatever. No yeah. big deal. Real housewife of Orange County, in case you guys are wondering. She might be on the podcast sometime. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh is there anything else you had? I I I kind of went off the notes. I didn't really have very many notes. I didn't really make any notes. I just came up with that story like literally two seconds before we got on the phone. He's, you know, and because I knew you were probably going to ask me, like, oh, how was your week? Like some, you know, crazy nonchalant question, you know, that small talk stuff. But I was just like, yeah, I'll give him something. Real story. I, I, re- I really don't like you. I know. And I know that I stick around because I really don't like you either. And I know that my existence makes yours unbearable. Why would, okay, here's the thing. Why would anybody spend an hour of their day listening to this? I can't imagine why, but for some reason, a hundred thousand people do it every week. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's even though this is, how many podcasts have you done? Uh, I've done, this is my 10th one. And I think, we said earlier it was 200. I meant to say 200,000 uh, average. Wow. Wow. 200,000. That's insane. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why anybody would like want to listen to your voice for that long, but apparently <laughs> hundreds of thousands of people do. Yeah. I think, I think I read somewhere that uh, it's the fastest growing podcast. Really? Wow. Yeah. Now I might've just written that down on my piece of paper. Yeah. That, yeah, that might've been on the nobody cares blog or the nobody cares blog. No, no, I wrote yeah. it here. See? Oh, wow. Fastest growing podcast. Said right here. I wrote it. But I did read it somewhere. That was, uh, yeah. Eric Hartman said the same thing on South Park. He's like, I don't make the rules. I just think of them and write them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a classic. What a classic. <laughs> That's the worst show ever. Have you been watching Rick and Morty? Well, yeah. I mean, I watched. So apparently, I guess they're just doing a half season of it. Okay. Yeah, and I I was watching. I mean, it's funny. You know, it's good. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, we've been complaining about how long it's been taking them to come out with new episodes. But, but that being said, I think it's better that they take longer to come out with more quality episodes rather than just spitting out uh, like you know quantity without quality. Was that a dig at my YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, because it takes you so long to post something. The heck, bro? Yeah, the Super Bowl? Dude, think about it. Dude, that vlog, that vlog of you, me, and Carl was in the summer, which was like yeah, July. Yeah, Gus, I posted it. Now posted it. I, I put it on YouTube like four months ago or five months ago, but I didn't post it because I didn't want to post it without um Alexis saying that I could. And she like, I just got in touch with her. So you're blaming it on somebody else. I'm not taking responsibility for your own action or inaction that's cool what the heck is wrong with you i didn't do anything 
Dude, I've had a crazy morning. Did I tell you that? It's been just, it's been wild. You know, I, first of all, I mean, second, lastly, I've had this thing with you, which has been just awful. But we had to wake up and do sprints at 8 a.m. <gasps> this morning. Like, what is our coach thinking? Is he trying to get us better or something? I don't understand. Speaking of doing like sprints, have you ever taken ibuprofen without any food? Because that'll mess your stomach uh, up. I did that earlier today, yeah. and my tummy hurts. That's a horrible idea. Why would you do that? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't thinking. I just needed ibuprofen. I was working out. Did your like, parents not give you common sense? Did they not teach you these things? No, my mom told me that. I just uh, <laughs> I just didn't listen. I don't <laughs> listen to half the things they Shut said. Shut up, mom. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's the thing. Someone can tell me to do something or not do something, and then I'll do it or not do it just in spite of them giving me a command. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, oh, oh, I'm It's like when somebody says you can't do something, you're like, okay. I don't know. There's some, okay. We might be getting into some insightful stuff here because there's definitely, we went on a tangent for about 15 minutes of just our lives. A hundred thousand and 74 people tuned out, tuned out. Let's get them back. What was I saying? Oh yeah. There's something about (laughs) that CTE kicking in. Um, There's something about like, what is it about somebody saying you can't or not to do something that makes people want to do it even more? I don't know, but I, that's a real phenomenon. We just talked about it myself. If so, I could be planning on cleaning my room, right? I'm about to do it, and then someone tells me to do it to clean my room. Bro, you need, to clean, you need to clean your room. I ain't doing it anymore. Screw you, bro. I'll fight you. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like what? And so it's like – I don't know. It's, it's, it's I think something about wanting to be in control or when someone tells me I can't do something, I'm not going to do something. I was like, no, I'm definitely going to go do that because you don't tell me what to do. How about that? I'm the master of my own fate and destiny. I Okay, I think, because it goes back, obviously it goes back to the garden. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it does, like, I think it has a lot to do with, like, our nature, like, our desire to want to be, like, the rulers of our own life. And, like, not mm-hmm. submitting to something else. And anytime yeah. something like that comes about, like, we just are in spite of it. Yeah, it's it's against our natural inclinations, our natural instinct is to submit, and I think some of that has good, uh, good consequences, and then some of it bad. You know, the bad part is pride and yeah. ego, and not willing to accept the love and grace of a higher power. Yeah, you know? I think I think too. Like, I think it. Tra- I mean, for me, it always translated in sport. Um, you know, obviously in high school, like I did a lot of things because I wanted to prove people wrong. Cause they said I couldn't, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think, I think one, I think that's a bad mindset to have a lot of times. I think it gets you to a, a good point, you know, physically, athletically, business wise, whatever it is you're doing, but I don't think it's the most effective way. I just think it's the easiest <clears throat> and most readily available way to get to a point that you want to get to. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's like, <clears throat> it's a motive. It's a motivation and it's not the best motivation though. Yeah, no, I think I think it can be damaging to your soul. I think like truly like to look around your shoulder every single second you get and saying who's who's doubting me? Like I'll I'll show them. I think that's damaging. Yeah. I think that and there it could be that that gets you further than any other mindset um gets you like in sport or in business or whatever. But I there's absolutely no way that gets you further. And that that's that's a could be. That's a maybe. That doesn't necessarily that's not 100% saying that that's fact um there's a ton of athletes that get to a very high there's a ton of people that get to a very high level without that mindset but it definitely damages you internally for sure 
Yeah, that's not the kind of life I would want to live with that kind of mindset. Yeah. Uh, just be, yeah, like you said, looking over your shoulder all the time and constantly having to compare yourself to others and prove yourself and ha- having this agenda, prove yourself to other people. That's yeah. just not something I would want to do. You know, I think being content with myself, but I mean, still obviously getting like have desire to get better, but that's because I want to get better. I want to reach the, I guess they, what they call kingdom of heaven, seek that and yeah. all this righteousness and everything. That kind of goes back to that, you know? Yeah. I, this is something I actually talked about, um, with my pastor when we were talking about my why, like, cause a long time, like it was just like, okay, like if I do this and do this, like this will happen X, Y, and Z, as opposed to like, just trying to enjoy what you're doing and mm-hmm. not, I heard, a, uh, Israel Adesanya, the, uh, middleweight champ actually said like, I'm not trying to prove anybody wrong. I'm trying to prove myself right. Mm, and I don't wow. know, I don't necessarily know if that's the right mindset to have either, but I think it's a lot better than trying to prove to focus on what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, I got, mm. like I said, I don't necessarily, I'm not, you know, saying that he's a hundred percent right, but I think it's better than saying I'm proving everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. That's go off topic, but speaking of Israel Adesanya, what do you think about him versus Yoel Romero? Dude, yeah, that's a fight. Dude. I'm excited for that one. I don't know how you just led with not to go off topic and went completely off topic, <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. First of all, title shots come around once in a lifetime, but for some reason, Yoel Romero has been able to get 80 of them and has lost all of them. Like he's, this is his fourth title shot at this. But I'm class. still like, dude, Yoel, I'm in it. Yoel, I'm in it. Oh, Yoel. Okay. People do not even know what this podcast is about anymore. There's no way. They're like, faith, fighting, what, what's going on? Just Yo, deal with you. it. We're talking yeah. about it. Love it. Okay? You're in the you, same you. boat. You're in the same boat as half a million people. Okay? So, you guys are all in this boat. Has it grown from like 200,000 to 500,000 within the last 10 minutes? I think so. Because it has grown powerful. from 200, including YouTube views, which you should guys should all go check out, by the way. Christian Robertson. Wow. Within the last 50 minutes to half a million people. Are that now- is outstanding progress right there. Those I, returns. Dude, I'm going to be monetized soon. Dude, you are a great entrepreneur, man. What are you I, doing? What, what's your secret, man? What are you doing? Listen, what are you doing man, over there in Oregon? God has just blessed my life. I, I really. It ain't me, man. God, it ain't me, man. It is it all me. the creator. I put my life in his hands and I said, do what you want with it. And for some reason, he said, hey, half a million people are going to listen to this. Right here. So, <laughs> is that sacrilegious? Is that sacrilegious? What are we doing here? Let's talk about Yolo Romero. Let's stop yeah, talking. Let's get back to oh. uh, I, you can never count Yolo Romero out of a fight. There's You can't because he's a freak. And I mean that in the best possible way. I was at his last fight against Paulo Costa. Did you know that? Did I tell you that? I didn't know that. Maybe you did. Because that, that was uh, the co-main event, I think, for Stipe Daniel, too. And me and my uh, brother... My brother and my dad went, dude. First of all, I had no idea who was going to win the Paulo Costa fight. I honestly, I kind of thought Yoel had it. And mm-hmm. I think maybe Dana White leaned on that side too. So I also think they're doing a better job of, uh, the UFC is doing a better job of giving guys the opportunity when the judges screw them over. Which I don't think anybody got screwed over there. I'm just saying, like, I I think, uh, which I think is good. I think, I think if you're... Um, you know, if you win a fight, because Paulo Costa was supposed to get that fight with Izzy Adesanya, and mm. um, and he didn't. 
because uh, he's hurt. But uh, but now Yoel for, Romero. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, you know Yoel Romero. I mean, he's a, like I said, he's a freak. He's he's I think he's medaled at every world tournament that he's been at for, that he was at when he was a freestyle wrestler. Yeah, that, so that's what he started with freestyle team. Cuban wrestler. Uh, I mean, highest accolade silver at the Olympic Games in I think two thousand four, Gus. He's old. That's the thing. He's too. forty. He's, he's twenty years older than us. Yeah, and he is way more jacked than the two of us. Way he's, more jacked. Way more agile. He's looked. Apparently, he's looked the same since he was nineteen years old. Like just freak. He's got those Cuban genes, man. Something in the water over there. Maybe it's. I don't know. Maybe it's scars. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been. He's tested positive for stuff. So, I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. None of it's his work, right? You know, it's just. Uh, just all the steroids. But, dude, I love his voice. I think it's great when uh, when he's like, I love you, Mike. I love you. I love you. <laughs> what dude, we... He's the greatest. Oh, gosh. People are going to become MMA fans, and people are going to become podcast. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know. Brings, anyway. I mean, so he's a phenomenal grappler. You never know what he's going to do with grappling. He just goes out there and has fun with the grappling. Yeah. But his explosive power for striking – and just gonna just throw a flying knee halfway across the octagon. Yeah, that's always an option. And you know he's just a real stocky guy. But now he's going against a long, lanky Dude, Israel Adesanya, just... who is so technical. It is Israel Adesanya. I mean, he's an athlete for sure. He's got great hand-eye coordination, but he is so technical with yeah. the striking. Is and, he? And he's got good grappling defense. He's got good takedown defense as well. He he. 100% does because he fought he destroyed Derek Brunson and he beat who's a uh, I want to say Derek might have been a he was a D1 wrestler I don't know if he was a D1 All-American I if he was the number seven I think he'd play seventh but I, I mm-hmm. don't quote me on that uh, and he beat Derek he beat the daylights out of Derek and then he fought Kelvin Gaslam who <clears throat> is not like the most accoladed wrestler he stopped wrestling he was a state champ in Arizona um, it in the universe or not universe and then he went to I think D1 for like a semester and then started fighting and he was the youngest ever contestant on Ultimate Fighter and actually won um but and that was a crazy fight and I think Kelvin got a takedown on him maybe I'm trying to remember I can't remember it was a crazy fight uh you know Kelvin and I we used to train together so I watched it but um but yeah I'm interested to see how he does against Yoel Romero cuz Yoel's such a weird fighter that he would go out there and not wrestle. Oh, I know. Yeah, because he's just going out there and having fun. It, it's weird because he's one of those guys, and I think you know him, they kind of sandbag a little bit, and then they'll explode. Like, they sandbag mm-hmm. and then explode. And I wrestle really... guys like that. It's freaking annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. And, and then, like, I guess he would, he would beat a guy, like, he would beat a world champ by the same amount of points that he would beat, like, somebody that never made the team. Like, that should not be on the mat with him. Yeah, in wrestling because yeah. he would just explode stall explode stall and like do whatever he could first of all i hate that i don't like that at all <clears throat> i don't know mm-hmm. why anybody would want to do that but that's his style and it, it seems to work um for him and and we could i think he'd be the oldest ever ufc champ if he wins is he or did couture how old was couture oh, dude i don't know i don't think randy was 43 when he won it He's pretty old, but yeah. yeah, he might have been. I don't know. I don't know. It's close, but 
I always he's definitely he was definitely a freak athlete even at that age. And you know, the, like I was watching the UFC countdown for the John Jones and Reyes fight, and they were just they were just trying to make like the argument for him was like, oh, well, he he's an athlete. He played football and baseball, and this, and that, that's what he was making arguments. He was like, hey, he's, uh, John Jones has never fought an athlete before. And John Jones is like, uh, dude, this is the top level of UFC. Yeah, I've fought athletes. Yeah. And, and then in the comment section, too, was like, uh, does this guy know that John Jones' brother is in the NFL? He has two <laughs> brothers in the NFL. Two brothers in the NFL. I was, uh, I so when I was in, um, where was I? I think I was in Vegas. One of my Uber drivers, uh, this was like a year and a half ago, but actually drove, like picked John and his brothers up from the, the airport. And wow. I guess like he said, they're so much bigger than him. It's like crazy. Oh yeah, they're insanely big. I mean, one of them's like an all-pro uh, defensive player or defensive lineman. Yeah, they're nuts. I had a buddy. <clears throat> I had a buddy today. Uh, I texted him. I was like, "Hey, you want to go watch the fights?" And he's like, "No, I got something going on." I was like, "Bro, John Jones is fighting." He's like, "Who?" Oh my gosh. But, but the thing just is, unfriend him right there. I thought about it. I told him, have fun at your party. Leave me alone. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I had somebody, uh, a guy on our football team <clears throat> um, who was. Uh, so, first of all, I don't know how, like, football players are detached from MMA as much as they are. It really, like, I'm like, what? How? Anyway. Um, but one of the guys on our football team was talking about this one time. He's like, yeah, John Jones. Like, it's uh, Chandler Jones's brother. And I was like, no, 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 no. Don't you mean John Jones's brother? I was like, I don't care what Chandler Jones has done. John Chandler is John Jones's brother. He's like, no, he's not, man. He's not even that popular. I was like, he is the youngest UFC champion. He is the like the baddest dude ever. Like, do not disrespect him by saying that. Well, I think that's that says something about the combat sports. How it's still, it's. I mean, I mean, for us, when we pay attention to it, we think it was being more popular. Than it might be, and it, but it's still a, it still might be a little bit obscure and a, more of a subculture to people. Oh yeah. Then, oh yeah, We're, it's insane. We are, we are so, bi- I'm so biased towards it. It's not even funny because you look at like the UFC sold for four billion dollars a couple years ago. Uh huh. Like the average team in the NFL is like two billion. Yeah. And there's yeah. thirty two of them. <laughs> So like, yeah, we are so so biased. It's so hard, but I still like it's. Yeah, it's it's clearly not like that's why Conor McGregor. It's so crazy because he's like, he's got the popularity of like a normal like like the whoever the top athlete is in every sport. Like he's got the popularity of that person, like a Tom Brady or a LeBron James. Like that's the same popularity he's working with. But like he is so far leaps and bounds more popular than anybody else in the UFC. Whereas like there's a few people that can compete with LeBron. There's a bunch of people that can compete with Brady, like popularity wise. And we just don't understand it because in the MMA. So yeah, we're biased. We're for sure biased, yeah. but still people but should. I, I was talking about that with my, one of my buddies who he was a wrestler last year and he was an all American uh, the year before. And we were talking about like, it's weird interacting with other people because we belong to this subculture of not just combat sports, but wrestling in, in general. And it's such, it, it literally is a different culture. You know, you go and talk to normal people and they don't get it. They don't understand. It's like, oh, rest. Like, why, why are your ears messed up? Like, and they don't understand. Like, oh, cut weight and, and do all this. Like, why would you want to go do all this, this and that? And and nobody, it's 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 hard for other people to understand. or for, And it's kind of hard to, like, relate to other people sometimes. And 
that's something that I find really interesting. Yeah, it's it's so weird for me talking to people that don't know wrestling. Because one, I can't help but get mad. I'm like, how do you not know? Like, what is? They're like, uh, oh man, there's a, there's a few questions that really just like grind my gears, and I know it's not right, but I mean, like, it'd be well, like, why do you wear that sink? <laughs> oh, I know. They're like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, shut, shut up. <laughs> they they say it all the time. It's so annoying. But they'll be like, um, so like, how do you like? Do you guys like? what are the weight classes? Like, do people like weigh in or like, they just don't understand. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but I think too, it like, it takes a while to understand these things. Like we like understand what a takedown is, but like a normal person just looking in has no clue what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Like they can look at a match and have no idea what's going on. Even if, even to us, like it looks, it's so obvious who's winning, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean we don't look at the scoreboard, but you know, like say there's no scoreboard on there and somebody's to in our eyes is clearly dominating it. Yeah. And they'll be like, who's winning right now? What's going on? You know what is you know, crazy like, though? Know? Yeah, no. You know what is crazy though? I've never heard anybody say that they went to a wrestling match and didn't enjoy it. I don't know how many people I've had come up to me and be like, oh, I went and watched the wrestling duel. Like that was awesome. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, we do it all the time. You should come more. Like, we actually uh-huh. have this thing. We actually have this problem in wrestling called having funds. Like, maybe you should come buy some tickets. Like, <laughs> if you enjoyed it so much, it's like we're the poorest yeah. sport ever. But I, yeah, I, I literally hundreds of hundreds of people I've I've had conversations with, and they all love it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's something else about it about it not being popular is. And like obviously, there's no mon- there's so there's no monetary gain. There's no popularity context with it or prize. So like you go there, you you suffer, you do all these things, all this grueling stuff, and then you go out there and, and and have a grueling tough match, and you win. You come out on top, and it was a tough guy. And guess what? Nobody cares, and you're not getting any money for it. You know, and it's yeah. like it, it's like there's a different type of motivation that wrestlers have for doing what they do. And that's something very. It's something that I've really, I thought about a lot recently. It's, it's 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 definitely interesting. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, it 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 it, it is crazy because there's well, one, it's getting better. Obviously, with social media, like any wrestler you want to follow, you can follow, and and you're basically, you know, giving that person a platform to then make money. So it's getting a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, like a college athlete can't do that. There's, there's really no gain. Like their sport, our sport is paid for by football. I mean, think about yeah. that. Like football pays for our sport to be a thing in college. Like if, if there's no football at a school, like it's very unlikely that wrestling is going to be around. Obviously, you know, you have fundraising and stuff like that, but that's still, that's tough. I mean, that's really tough. A lot of teams don't do that. Um, a lot of teams can't. And I mean, so yeah, there's really no gain and you're not getting paid really. I mean, the best, I mean, the best guys are still not on full scholarships. Mm-hmm. And then when they get done, I mean, where do they go? You have to either yeah. make an Olympic team or, or go into fighting. I mean, those are really yeah. the only two options to take your skill sets. Now, yeah. this is the one thing that is so beneficial about wrestling that I think trumps every other sport is, yes, you do not take a physical skill set with you, but nobody can compare to the mental skill set outside of the military. There's only one place that you can go that will have a better mental skill set leading towards life than wrestling, and that's the military. Would you agree? I would agree. And yeah, obviously we're biased, I, but yeah. you talk to any business leader, um, anybody that's had wrestlers come over, um, 
from like to what they're doing. I mean, wrestlers are the hardest workers. They have the most mental capacity. They're the most driven people. There's just no, there's no comparison. Yeah, I, I think I think you're I think you're right. And I you know we are a little bit biased, but I do think when I'm trying to think about it objectively, I do think we are. And I think a big reason for that is because it's an individual sport. Mm-hmm. Because you go out there on the mat and lay it all on the line. <laughs> It's just you out there. You can't rely on anybody else. Whereas as opposed to a team sport, you know, it's a lot more like, hey, I got so-and-so. They're working together with me. We're doing this as a team. Or if I'm not 100% there that day, you know, somebody else might be able to pick up the slack. But when it's just you out there, all the nerves are on you. Like every – like all, your, all the pressures you feel like is on yourself. Yeah. And I've – I get I used to get so nervous before a wrestling match. You know, I still do, and I think that's a good thing. But it's just like it was almost unbearable how nervous I would get because like, oh, man, it's, like, it's just me out there. Nobody's going to be able to help me, you know? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the other day. This is kind of crazy. I, I thought about it for the first time. That, uh, maybe I've thought about it before. But um, just to, I think this encompasses just how tough wrestling is. And if you're listening and you're not a wrestler, if you're thinking about tuning out like the other 100,000 people that just did um, <laughs> because we've, we've jumped topics 100 times. Um, oh, speaking of, if you don't like the jumping of topics – uh, DM us. Um, I'm at Barbell Robertson. Gus, what's your Instagram? Uh, you know, I don't really remember what it is, but uh, that's how out of touch I am with society. But you know, continue. Okay, Augustus Boyd, um, DM me. But uh, DM what you would like us to talk about. Um, if you guys have any, you know, questions or or maybe you're going through something in life, uh, maybe, that maybe we could help out with. If there's you know something a uh, a biblical topic, a wrestling topic, a fighting topic, you know, this is our first. Uh, podcast doing you know the co-host thing um so obviously it's a little all over the place but uh just kind of getting you guys brushed on what we're good at what we understand what we know what we're talking about and um so if you guys have any questions uh let us know um what was i talking about oh so anyway just to understand how tough wrestling is wrestling is the only martial art as as far as i know that you cannot pick up as an adult you you can go into a gym and start practicing jujitsu. You can start, you know, boxing, Muay Thai. Uh, I don't know if judo you can, but you probably can. I would imagine. And why uh, is that? Karate. I one. I don't. I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't know if it's the structure. I think. I I think a lot of it has to do with how tough it is. You ask everybody. Like I remember. Uh, I remember. Like you know, going in these MMA gyms um, the last few summers and. Wrestling day is the least populated day, but sparring day and like striking days are the most. And that's just that's that's not my opinion. That's fact. Like that's mm-hmm. how it is. Well, I think I think it goes to like let's say you know you start like nobody goes in there is like to an MMA gym is like hey I want to just I want to do wrestling I want to get better at this thing called wrestling. Yeah. You know they usually it's usually a jujitsu guy or an MMA guy says hey I'm gonna I'm gonna take some wrestling classes so I can get better at that sport. You know yeah. I, can, I can get better at my jujitsu takedowns and all this and MMA and the jujitsu you know you have your own you can like I can be a 30 year old guy. 40 year old guy start jujitsu and go to a competition that has competition that is suited to me that has other 40 year olds that are white belts that are uh you know on the same level as i am but if you go to a wrestling competition as a 30 year old man i mean they have open divisions in uh you're gonna, in get, college. Killed. You're gonna get killed yeah you're gonna get killed because all those guys have been doing it since high school and they're on the their top level the top game you yeah. know it's just you don't see that. You don't see some guy just like, hey, I'm going to give wrestling a try. 
you know, you, I mean, if you do, it's rare, like rare, rare. It, it, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the reason for that is. I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I'm just given, given this, you know, what I've seen is nobody does that. You jump, you can jump into any other sport, any other combat sport at whatever age you want to. And, um, and they'll work with you, but wrestling, I, it's just, yeah, it's just not a thing. And, and like mm-hmm. I said, you get the toughest guys in the world. The least populated day at that gym is the wrestling day. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to make any comments on that, but more than I already have. Do you know what a haboob is? Ideas are swarming. In yeah, my head. I know. None, of, I, none of them are close. None of them are appropriate or close. So I'm just going to let you take the reins on that one. So last night I was driving for Uber as as you know, I drive for Uber and this girl says haboob. She's like, we get a lot of haboobs out in Arizona. I was like, what? I'm like, okay, I know I wasn't part of this conversation, but I'm making myself part of it. You're in my car. What? I was like, what the heck is a haboob? She's like, oh, it's like a dust storm. That's what we call them in Arizona. I was like, what? I was like, is this Can a real? Please explain the language of origin for this. Like, how was this like, started? What? A boob? They they looked it up. It's on it's on Oxford Dictionary. It's a real word. They call it a haboob. Yeah, I'll, I'll look, here. Let me look it up real quick on uh on Webster. Let's see if it's on Webster. If Webster doesn't have it, it might not be a real thing. They might have just been they might have been catfishing me. Huh? Yeah, they might have been pulling your chain, man. A violent <laughs> dust storm or sandstorm, especially of Sudan. Yep, there we go. Haboob. That is wild. <laughs> it's spelled like you that think. Like, too. I guess I could understand that if it was like in Saudi Arabia. That's what they called it because that just that sounds like a Saudi Arabian thing, Prin- maybe. But in Prin- Arizona, Prince Habibu? <laughs> Prince Habibi. Have you seen that movie? Click. Clay, what? Click. Have you seen the movie Click with Adam Sandler? Uh, it's been so long, I don't even remember. He's playing like a, a Persian prince or something, and his name's Prince Habibu. And they keep messing up his name. And they're like, Prince Habubi? Habubi. You know that's how they pronounce uh, Khabib. They pronounce it like Habib, I think. Uh, anyway, we're not going to get into the Habib talk. Habib never going to made off. Dude, You're- what a... He's another freak too. All right. Did you did way. you have any notes or anything before we wrap this podcast up? Did you have any uh, you know t- talking points? I gotta pee. By the way, I, I'm not going to. I'm gonna hold it. But I'm ta- I've been tapping my foot for 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't have any notes because I just speak from the heart. Oh my you know, gosh. it all just comes out there and it's pure gold. It's pure gold. Everything <laughs> that I say off the cuff, I don't need to plan it out. We are losing more subscribers than we have right now. <laughs> I think you actually just jumped. Another hundred thousand. Hey, we got half we a million. Sound like those infomercials. We sound like those infomercials, like where they're like they're selling something. You know, it's like oh, it, oh like they, they, the price just dropped again. What is that? And this is actually worth three hundred thousand dollars. It's what are we, what are the- it's a three hundred thousand dollar value, but it could be yours for two payments at nineteen ninety five. I love the two. Uh-huh. I love the two payments thing. It's like what, who is that fooling? It's forty dollars. Just say forty dollars. Uh-huh. Stop being. Dude, hey, it must work to some people, you know. Oh, it, it does. must work to some people. You know who's a, you know who's a genius? Whoever thought that it was a good idea to put ninety nine cents instead of a to make it an even number? Genius. Because it works. It works on me. It works on me. I know. Well, yeah, I know you're a simple minded goober, but because I'm like, it could be six ninety nine, and I say, oh, it's only six bucks. Number four. That's what you tell your parents. That's what I tell my parents. I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like. Uh, 90 bucks when it's really like 99 99 
That's 90 bucks. That rounds down. Yeah, rounds you, down. You round yeah. that down. That's not real. Absolutely. Not. No, that, that $10. It's only $9.99. You don't have to say that. Hey, it was. So you, you don't have anything. No notes. I told you you have notes and a story. You had your story that you came up with. Any funny I stories? Had, I had talking points. You know, I brought valuable contributions to this podcast. I brought valuable value to this podcast. Valuable value. You got any jokes? Let's see. What do, I got, what do I got here right what, in front of me? Yeah. You got any? Uh, okay. How about life advice that the people could listen to? Well, I think we touched about. I'm glad I asked. I'll answer from my. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Well, I think we touched on that earlier is having a goal that is high is better than having no goal at all. At all you know? Oh, and yeah. Aiming high is better. Aiming high and maybe not even achieving it is better than not aiming and not going anywhere at all. Well, I have a quote, like, and you know this from a wrestling background, and, and most people, if you're familiar with the bracket, you've probably seen something like this, but like <clears throat> you have the front side of the bracket, and then. For a lot of sports, combat sports especially, you have a backside of the bracket. And the highest you can get on the backside is third. Usually, or the guy that gets third in a wrestling tournament wins his last match. And I've heard a lot of people say, you know, oh, they're happy. You know, you just, you end on a good note. You're excited, you know. Mm-hmm. You won, you won. And usually you win a few matches before that. Um, I've always said I would be, I would rather be devastated with second place than excited about third place. And I think a yeah. lot of people, and I think there's a lot of value in understanding that you don't always have to be happy about something. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are too attached to happiness. Like and... fe- how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that has, I mean, dude, that, I mean, that's a whole other podcast, you know, that we talk about is all these people, especially all these, you know, I don't want to say, you know, just all these really soft people that, you know, some are more on the left side of the spectrum, yeah. you know, that yeah. want these safe zones. And they're too afraid of being upset or their hurt, their feelings hurt or being or not reaching whatever. So they want to lower the standard. Yeah. They want to lower the standard. Yeah. And I don't think that's the way I don't think that's the way to do it. I think that's how you uh, I don't want to like kind of dissolve a society or dissolve the integrity of society. And that's like the fall of Rome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I just don't think you have to be excited about how something went for it to be an amazing outcome, you know? I don't mm-hmm. think like, and like I said, like, I, I think this quote really epitomizes it. I would rather be devastated with second than excited about third. That's just, that's how mm-hmm. I feel. That's how I've always felt about it. Um, you know, I, I dealt with getting second place in high school, uh, on the state level and I was devastated and I saw the guy that got third and he was excited. Um, who's actually ranked like fifth in the nation division one right now, which can't say that I'm not jealous, but anyway, um, I hope he gets into MMA. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he'd probably beat me up. Just <laughs> stop, dude. I beat you in high school. Oh no. Um, but anyway, but yeah, I think I think that's a valuable. I, I, honestly, that's where I would leave people with is is how I feel, and um, and and maybe uh, you know, maybe not a horrible thing, you know, because that pain doesn't last forever. Yeah, yeah, I think. Except the fact that you're going to feel pain, you're going to feel, you're going to suffer a little bit, but it's worth it. It brings meaning, actually, you know? For sure. For sure. So, all right, buddy. Well, um, I think that's it, man. I don't, I don't really have all anything right. else. I love you, yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't either. 
I got things to do, you know, people <laughs> calling me, I'm so busy, you know, I, my phone's rang like nine times, you know, I think, I think one of them was the former president of the United States, Barack Obama. All right, bye but guys. I think I'll call him back later. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, I appreciate everything. Like I said, we went everywhere today. We talked about wrestling. We talked about faith. We talked about fighting. Anything you can think of, we talked about it. If you guys want a more narrow topic, if you want something more um, suited towards something else, you know, let us know. Let us know. You can find me at Barbell Robertson on Instagram. Um, my YouTube channel, guys, go subscribe to that. Christian Robertson. Um, you know, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Review this podcast. Uh, oh, also, one more thing. If you guys, any of you, I, I said earlier that I drive for Uber. If any of you guys are wanting to drive for Uber, uh, let me know again in my Instagram, and I'll send you a referral. Um, that helps me out. That helps you out. So it's a great it's a great win-win situation. I don't actually know how it helps you out. I know I get money for it. So, um, But yeah, let me know. And I'd love to connect with you guys. I'd love to, uh, you know, talk to my audience, see what you guys think. So also, like I said before, one last thing. Share this podcast with one person if you somehow got something out of it. If it wasn't the whole podcast, it was just a couple bits, let us know. Uh, we'd love to talk to you guys. You know, We'd love to interact and engage with you guys. So just let us know. Share it with one person. And um, you know, guys, have a great day. But I think we're done here.